Hey everybody, welcome back to the Daily Rebound Podcast Series. I'm your host, Victor Kearns, and today we're going to talk about the Houston Rockets, the third-ranked team in the Western Conference of the NBA. I hope you enjoy this episode. To go ahead and dive right in, I want to talk about the third-ranked team according to last season's standings in the Western Conference, and that is the Houston Rockets. And their final record last year was 55-27, and 27, and overall they had a really great season, being ranked number three overall, James Harden becoming a MVP runner-up, and we saw him actually come close to winning it two seasons ago as well. So I really think this team performed very well. They got to the second round of the playoffs in the Western Conference. However, they didn't have enough firepower against the San Antonio Spurs to go ahead and win that series. And I want to touch a bit more on James Harden. Again, he had career highs across the board in the regular season stats. He had a points per game average of 29 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, and Wow, this guy really, I think, just proved to everybody that he probably would have been the MVP if it weren't for Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double, which James Harden was very close behind him in terms of almost having identical stats. And that's crazy because James Harden, Russell Westbrook, as well as Kevin Durant, all three MVP candidates last year, all were on the same team at one point. And it's just so crazy to think that how far... All three of the players have come in their careers and now all three being in separate teams and separate situations. It's very interesting to see how all these players have just sort of developed into the top maybe five players in the NBA currently. And I think that the Rockets have made some great moves that we'll dive into here very shortly. But yeah, last season I think was just one of the better seasons for the Houston Rockets overall to watch as a team. They shot really well. I believe they led the NBA and made threes last year as a team. And previously that was the Golden State Warriors the previous season. And I believe the Rockets may have even broken the in-game record for the amount of threes made. I believe it was close to 20, 21 or 22. And, yeah, this team really changed things up. They added a new coach in Mike D'Antoni. They implemented his system very well, and they turned James Harden into a point guard. And normally, he probably would be the shooting guard slash small forward on a regular team. However, they didn't really have a true point guard. So Mike D'Antoni decided to use Harden a ridiculous amount, and he really... I think improved as a player and it's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts again this upcoming season with another ball handler added to the roster in Chris Paul. Again, we'll, we'll dive in the, into that very shortly, but I liked the addition of Ryan Anderson as well as Eric Gordon. They really helped provide spacing for the floor last season. And I think they were some of the key guys who were able to help that offense work. And for, James Harden to be able to dominate the way he did and rack up all those assists. And yeah, it's just been amazing to watch the progression of James Harden as a player, as well as the Houston Rockets in terms of 
kind of going with the blows and making sure they stay relevant in the Western Conference because you never know. It's always an injury or two that could happen that the doors could open up to an opportunity at a potential title run. And I believe they have set themselves in a good position in order to be able to make the at least the Western Conference Finals next year, potentially the actual NBA Finals, but I still think they are probably one or two more players away from that. So let's go ahead and start talking a little bit about the offseason. Some major moves occurred, and probably one of the biggest moves of all, Chris Paul moving teams from the LA Clippers to the Houston Rockets in a big-time trade in terms of what the Clippers got back for Chris Paul. It's, it was crazy. Let's go ahead and list it off. So the Rockets sent over to the LA Clippers, Sam Decker, the rookie from last year, Patrick Beverly, defensive guard, Lou Williams, automatic shooter, probably the six-man runner-up from last season, DeAndre Liggins, Darren Hillard, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Wilcher, a top three protected 2018 first-round pick, and $661,000 to the Los Angeles Clippers for Chris Paul. Now, Chris Paul potentially could have went over to the Rockets as a free agent. He, however, did a negotiated a trade so that he could stay on his current contract for one more season before opting out next year to get the ultimate max extension that he could receive. And the Clippers could have given him the full five-year max contract of $201 million. They decided not to, and Chris Paul decided not to stay anyway. So he wanted to go ahead and help the Clippers out and get in a trade worked out so that way the team could benefit and not really be hurting as much by losing a player of his caliber. He is also the president of the Players Association, so I believe that had something to do with it in terms of just leaving the team high and dry, similar to Gordon Hayward, who left in free agency. Instead of negotiating a sign-and-trade to help Utah get back maybe a couple players from Boston, but that didn't happen. But Chris Paul, overall, great player, great human being as well. He is a, a leader on and off the court. We've seen him do great things overall in the world of the Players Association and helping create a new CBA along with LeBron James, who I believe is the vice president. And I really like this guy as, as a team leader. He's been in the NBA a long time. And in terms of fit for the Houston Rockets, I think it's going to be a very interesting and probably confusing way of playing at first with this roster because I don't know if these guys are going to be able to fit together. I thought it was very smart of Daryl Morey to go ahead and make the move to bring over Chris Paul, a Hall of Fame point guard who is still playing very well. And I believe he's 32 years old at the moment. And I think that he still can play at this high caliber level. He hasn't been out of the second round of the playoffs. That is one knock against him. However, a lot of his team's injuries have played into that. And we saw last year in the playoffs that 
James Harden couldn't sustain the amount of responsibility that was on his shoulders to handle the ball, score, pass, rebound, everything that he did last season, which was amazing, it couldn't really translate into the NBA playoffs because of the intensity, the overall wear and tear of a full 82-game season, and we saw that he needed some more help. So the Rockets decided to go out and try their best to get Chris Paul, and they did. They landed him, and that was, again, one of the biggest moves of the summer. So to touch on a couple of the other moves they made, they didn't really bring in anybody else uh, that great of importance. They did bring on P.J. Tucker, who did play over in Toronto. He's a defensive guy who I think is going to be able to help them in the playoffs. They also brought over Luke Mbaamute, who was over in L.A., by the way, with Chris Paul, so there might have been a little bit of a back and forth between those two in order to get him over to the Houston Rockets and away from the Clippers. So I thought that was interesting. And other than that, they now have sort of been waiting for the Carmelo Anthony situation to develop. They still have a few other players who might be involved in that trade that will no longer be on this team. I just really think that we're all waiting now to see what happens with Melo, if he's going to remain in New York or if he's going to become a Houston Rocket. And I think the Rockets probably would send over maybe Trevor Ariza, maybe um, Ryan Anderson, but I don't think the Knicks want that back in return for Melo. So it's very understandable why a deal hasn't been done. They kind of threw all their chips into getting Chris Paul, and that's sort of left them with not that much to try to get Carmelo away from the New York Knicks organization. And we'll see how that situation develops further here. I will be sure to let you all know over on the anchor station, the rebound. And I wanted to go ahead and touch on next season's predictions. Now, I think this team is probably going to be right up there in the top five in the Western Conference. Again, by adding Chris Paul, I think eventually they figure things out and they're able to get back to being in the top five. I don't know if they're going to make number three. They, If they do, I think it's going to be because they get Carmelo Anthony. And once they make that, I think a lot of eyes are going to be on them. And in terms of the amount of wins, they had 55 last year. I'm going to put them right around the same number. 55 to 57 is what I believe they're going to win. I think they're going to struggle a little bit in the beginning because they're going to try to figure out how the offense is going to flow with Chris Paul being one of the primary ball handlers. And we're also going to see how well James Harden does playing off the ball. Again, his defense is something everybody knocks him for. But I hope that the defense of Chris Paul and the presence of him helps motivate James Harden to get more into the defensive side of things because he's going to be taking away some of the pressure on the offensive side, which is going to give James Harden some more energy to play a little bit more defense. And that was his excuse the past couple seasons, as we've seen all the memes of him swiping at the ball when he's like five feet away. And I really hope that he does develop a little bit more on that side and overall just still improve his three-point shooting because his team primarily is a three-point shooting team. And I just think that they're going to be a lot of fun to watch because Chris Paul, 
James Harden, that whole dynamic. We know Chris Paul doesn't didn't get along very well with Blake Griffin or with the DeAndre Jordan situation. So I'm really curious to see how well he gets along with James Harden. You would think that they are going to be getting along pretty well because they made the decision to have Chris Paul come over and play with him in Houston. And I'm just really curious to see what that looks like. Please let me know if you agree with our predictions. You think they're going to be in the top three again. I'm going to have them ranked at the number three seed again. And I'm really curious to know. Feel free to tweet at us at the Rebound FM or DM us at the Rebound FM on Instagram and be more than happy to start a conversation about the Houston Rockets. Before you go, I wanted to say thank you for listening to the podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could take two more minutes out of your day to go on Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. As always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who you think would enjoy listening to a discussion about their favorite NBA team. And if you haven't already, please subscribe in the podcast player of your choice.